Hey everyone, it's Chad. Welcome back to Mission Daily. We have a giveaway for everyone that enters. You can win a prize at mission.org slash books. Steph, what can people win? Books that you love. Do you want to read like a CEO? Chad has a bookshelf that probably has, I was actually calculating in my head how much you've probably spent on books because there's so many in our studio. I'd say there's probably 500 here. So a fraction. You, this is, you don't even know about the hidden libraries oh, I have stored oh in my parents' garage. Oh, I forgot about that. Well, anyways, it's called Read Like a CEO because we are taking books off of Chad's bookshelf and we are putting it in a giveaway. Books are the best investment in yourself. And the reason why we wanted to do this giveaway, I recently started paying myself a salary. Yay, woo! And which is a major milestone. And I wanted to immediately give back to everyone out there that's listening that has helped us get where we're at. And it's really exciting. So this is my way of saying thank you to the listeners. So at mission.org slash books, uh, I picked out a number of books from my bookshelf and the top 30 people who enter. And you can see how to get more entries, all that stuff at mission.org slash books. Uh, but the top 30 people who enter get to pick one book from this list and I'll mail you a physical copy. I'll buy it. The next 15 get three books. So if you're in the top 15, you get three books from the list, your picks. And if you're in the top five, you get five books each. So this is pretty cool. And you can get more entries for every single email uh, subscriber you refer. Yep. And stay tuned for the next little ad segment because we will tell you why Chad picked some of these books oh, to get you excited. And mission.org slash books, go there, enter. And everyone who enters is going to get a copy of 100 Business Ideas. That's an ebook we created with 100 ideas to start making more money and yeah, maybe even start a business uh, this weekend. Yep. So enter the giveaway and good luck. May good. the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm Jeffrey Wright, and you're listening to Mission Daily. Selected as best of 2018 by Apple, Mission Daily is the number one podcast for accelerated learning. We need to get video for this podcast. We can set one up right now. Where are we at? We can set one up right now. Okay. We're already recording now. Wow. We're already into it. We're not going to do it right now. I might. <laughs> Uh, but for everyone that's listening, we're going to do video very soon. So excited about that. Just start off simple with three cameras and then just switch between whoever's talking, basically. And then one long shot of the whole table. So video is coming soon. And I think this is important, too, because video adds a level of complexity, but it forces you to step your game up. It forces you to sit up straight and really bring your A game. And it's something that can be frustrating at first, but then when you get done, it feels so much better, just like a workout, just like anything like that. And I know that with a lot of the theme weeks that we've discussed and some of the ones that we're talking about, some of the interviews and some of the topics can be heavy at times. So that's uh, something we're well aware of. But what's important about this is when you consider something or think about something that's heavy, it's really important to let your mind and let your brain get adequate recovery afterwards. So we did a week on existential risks and threats, effective altruism. Then we did a week on leadership, which was awesome, by the way. I hope everyone learned some great insights from our guests. And now in this week, we're going to go back to basically effectiveness. That's the theme is how can you become more effective in your work? How can you identify biases and pull them out? 
And in the episode today, we just want to take a moment and yeah, recover, catch up with you, the amazing listeners. And um, I want to catch up with you too, Steph. Yeah. So were you making fun of me about my cozy mysteries I'm reading or were you serious? No, I'm so I'm actually really serious about this. So the cozy mysteries for anyone that's listening is an entire subgenre of mysteries on Amazon. I think Amazon's the first one to identify. Nah, they can't be the first one. Probably booksellers everywhere started this subgenre. And so what is that subgenre? I mean, to me, it's just a mystery that always has a good ending, isn't scary or gory or anything. So the one book I picked up when we were down in L.A., the hotel had books that you could just take, I think. I think you can take them. <laughs> no, it, it did. It it's still li- kind of weird, though, when you have a book where it says, like, it's complimentary. <laughs> but you're like, what They hotel? literally had a sign on them that said, please take these. And you're like, should we take these? I'm like, <laughs> the sign says you can take them. I still like wondering <laughs> if I did a crime. But <laughs> so anyways, they had complimentary <laughs> books, which was cool. Yeah. And one of them was... Uh, cozy mystery i think it was called the summer list or something Mm -hmm. and i really like it because every night before bed i was reading it and it didn't keep my mind going because it wasn't anything that was so engaging where i was like i really just need to keep turning the pages but i could read maybe a chapter or two and it just actually put my mind at ease i still was kind of wondering what would happen but it wasn't too intense and i think you actually started joking around about the term cozy mysteries i think maybe like two years ago during Christmas time. And do you remember yeah. this? Oh yeah, for sure. And you were making up your own little cozy mysteries that were pretty funny. Oh, I'm fascinated by unique subgenres of whether it's literature or media. There's really interesting stuff in all of these. And there's a lot of wisdom in the idea of cozy mysteries because often with a lot of, basically let's call it populist media, where you're talking about stoicism or anything like that, it can quickly turn into masochistic practices of basically just abusing yourself. And we see this with, there's a Silicon Valley CEO who has come out and he's you know talking about stoicism and depriving himself of this and that. And he shared his diet and it's astonishing because he just shared the profile of someone with an extreme eating disorder. It's, it's, so, it's so obvious and everybody listened to that and a bunch of experts, a bunch of doctors, uh, it's just starving himself. It's eating one really, really small meal a day and then not eating on the weekends. And uh, yeah, sounds horrible. But I think what's fascinating is that many people who have achieved some great success that's in some cases been hard won, you find them doing this. And I think in the cases where, so this is speculation here, I think in the cases where they feel like it was more luck than skill or hard work, it's very tempting to take on the mindset that you need to be a bit of a masochist, that you need to pay it all back, that you don't deserve it. And that's that's a real problem. I think that's something that each of us have to face and fight. We don't want our lives to become too much of a thriller novel or a horror novel or a mystery where people are getting murdered left and right. Like You, you don't want that for your life. <laughs> Wanting a cozy mystery for your life is actually a great thing and really you know abusing yourself because you happen to be in the right place right time and you made a bunch of sacrifices to get there or maybe you didn't maybe you had the good fortune of being born in america to amazing parents and you were in the right place at the right time 
man, there just seems to be so many people out there that are beating themselves up unnecessarily. They can't handle looking at someone who's really successful and saying like, maybe they're lucky, maybe they worked really hard, but it's uh, at the end of the day, it's not my business. All, all I can control is my own life. And I don't know. I, I think what I'm thinking about is that it's really important to notice those things. It's really important to face existential risks, but it's almost more important to consider those things and then back out. I remember we were just on a hike with our friend Ada and she was, her and I were bonding over why we love just taking a break to, you know, watch just silly shows. Like, I remember yeah. I, this is actually how now it's all coming back to me. I remember why you brought up Cozy Mysteries because I had you watch that show Heart of Dixie with me. You yeah. remember that one? And then like Gilmore Girls and <laughs> you're just like, not, this, not all of them. I would drop in and uh, every glance, single episode. Chad the show. Just, eyes were glued to the TV show. He couldn't take his eyes off. <laughs> just no. kidding. But yeah, you just passed by and you saw what I was watching. And at first you kind of joked around like, is there any plot to it? And I was like, no, not really. Like each one has a little teeny mystery in there of like, who did it? Or like, how is she going to, you know, get out of this little sticky situation? But it's never too intense. And mm -hmm. it always ends in, oh, that was a good episode. So that's, it all came back to me. Now I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and something else I wanted to bring up too, is that, uh, Jack Ma recently came out. So he's the CEO of Alibaba. And among his most interesting quotes is a quote that says he basically, if he had his IPO to do over again, he wouldn't do an IPO. And I think that's something for a lot of entrepreneurs to go back and look at because that quote, the second it came out of his mouth was almost purposely ignored by, by the uh, financial media and uh, the powers that be. So why and wouldn't he? Or why did he say he wouldn't do it again? There's not enough upside, I think. Not enough upside for the amount of headaches, risks, frustrations, and nonstop work and costs that being a, quote, public company requires. Yep. And he also recently came out in support of, and let's just be honest, this seems like he was, uh, this is not him talking right here. This is the uh, People's Republic of uh, China and the uh, authoritarian government there. But he came out in favor of a six-day, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. work situation. Oh, my gosh. Where if you're not working 12 hours a day, six days a week, the state and your employer and everyone around you is now watching you to ensure that you comply with a 12-hour workday, six days a week. That's an open-air work camp. That's a horrible, horrible type of situation. And we have this stuff going on around us and people are tempted to look at billionaires or look at CEOs and think, you know, these people have it all figured out or they're operating on some level of knowledge that is just superior to mine or they're better at everything. Maybe they are at a lot of things, but maybe they're not. Maybe the pressures and the situations that they have gotten themselves into are a treadmill that they can't escape. And so for everyone that's out there listening right now, I would just encourage you to embrace whatever situation you have. If you're anonymous, if people don't know you, there are a lot of business gurus that say that, you know, that's a bad thing. You need to make sure that everybody knows you. You need to advertise yourself. You need to partner with people. You need to grow really fast. I don't know. You need to do whatever is the best for your situation because a lot of these folks, when I, I'm getting the opportunity to meet more and more of these people, man, people are trying to figure stuff out. We're all lost in a certain sense. We're all looking for better ideas. So don't assume that anyone out there that's in the news or that doesn't have any more anonymity knows everything. I, I know it's it's easy to think like, well, they're, they're a billionaire and I'm not, blah, blah, blah. Don't think that. Don't not show up or don't 
not take care of yourself because someone famous decides to abuse themselves or abuse their employees or succumb to really nasty pressures from a government that might be pretty corrupt. So, yep. Yeah. I think that's always a good lesson to not put people on a pedestal. I mean, I always think back to the crypto craziness where all of a sudden, you know, celebrities and I think it was like a wrestler and all these different people who got into the market and started being like, hey, come all the ICOs, yeah, all the different initial coin offerings that were coming yeah. out and people were just putting their money behind it because it was a celebrity. Or it reminds me of like the Fry Festival thing with all that where, you know, they got celebrities to come there, do a photo shoot. And all of a sudden people are like, whoa, there's this celebrity there. I want to go there. Mm-hmm. So just always thinking twice about, you know, why do you actually want to either be that person, be like the person, listen to them follow their advice, try and mimic it. Is it a good reason? Or is it more just because the media and the social media and all the stuff around you is telling you to? Yeah, definitely. Because it's okay, I think, to follow people and want to strive to be, you know, like someone and learn from lessons from them. But I think it's different when you're just doing it blindly. Yeah, I think emulation and modeling is important, but it's also important to be able to say, okay, if, if this person that I respect, that I follow has a clear eating disorder that is not good for them. You know, should I follow other things that they do? Should I maybe ask more questions there? And I guess this is a tough time to bring up the fact that we have a new advisor of the company. I haven't announced it yet. Who? Ja Rule. So everybody give give Ja Rule a big hand. What are you talking about? He is is fresh off the success of the Fire Festival and he is here. Fry Festival, first of all. Fire Festival. Oh, uh, Here to coach, mentor, enlighten us on all of his ways. So without further ado, we're going to turn things over to Jop. I'm just kidding. I was going to say, why are you pointing to an empty chair right now? I was very confused. I'm like, where are from you the taking docu- this? From the documentary. What documentary? The Fire Festival oh, doc- documentary that Ja Rule was a part of that you watched that we laughed about. And we okay. were both like, why the I hell are people mean- taking... Uh, ja Rule's like business sense. I forgot and his, it uh, was Ja. He just yeah. kept calling him Ja. And I was like, oh, I forgot it was Ja Rule. Man, that's powerful. That's powerful branding. Man, my memory sometimes, I forgot all about him being in there. No, your your memory with most everything is uh, is awesome. But I just I think have that guy's just, face in my mind. It's, uh, it's pretty selective. And um, I can have a selective memory as well. Now you is, know why I was- Is it a feature or is it a bug? Unsure. But now you know why I was very confused when you kept going on with that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, no, I could see, I could see your uh, confusion, <laughs> but uh, thanks for bringing uh, help, it back now. Helping me out with that one. Yeah. Glad um, he's not an advisor to our company. No, of course not. <laughs> and I guess the, the final thought that I, I want to leave everyone with is that we want to hear what you've done differently or what you're doing differently now because of some of the actions that you took, whether they were brought up in this podcast, whether you thought of them on your own whether you have had these on the back burner for a while and were recently inspired to put these into practice, we want to hear from you because we're going to start doing way more success stories from fans, from listeners, from people in our community and our audience. And also, if you're in the Bay Area, we're going to be doing some live podcast events very soon. We're starting to put those together now. We want to hang out with you guys. Woo, yeah, how fun wanna, would that be? We want to hang out. We want to meet more of you. We want to hear from you. And also, I mean, we want to craft the content, the podcast, and all the podcasts on the network now. Now it's up to eight. eight. We just have a new new podcast coming out with an excellent company that we're excited to announce soon. And yeah, so we want to hear from you. Reach out to us, send us emails, hit us up on social, send, send a DM, and we want to hear from you. And we want to make this a much more 
interactive company now that we have some bandwidth, now that we have some time. And um, all the messages that we've received so far have been incredible. Really, really eye-opening to see how much listeners are putting into practice or starting to explore and have fun and experiment with their own lives. And that's just, that's so awesome. That gives me a lot of energy to keep going when I hear that stuff. Same. Yep. So. So thank you guys for listening. It's so fun seeing your emails and we will see you next time. Enjoy this week. See you next week. See you next week. Mission Daily and all of our podcasts are created with love by our team at mission.org. We own and operate a network of podcasts and a brand and story studio designed to accelerate learning. Our clients include companies like Salesforce, they're a customer times five, Twilio, and Katera, who work with us because we produce results. To learn more and get our case studies, check out mission.org slash studios. If you're tired of media and news that promotes fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and if you want an antidote to all that chaos, you're at the right place. Subscribe here and to our daily newsletter at mission.org. Each morning, you'll get a newsletter that will help you start your morning and your day off right. Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.